Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Barbieri, and I am the host of this podcast and the face and voice behind the blog and brand The Pilates Blonde. I also own the studio by TPB, which is a private Pilates-based studio in Skidback, Pennsylvania. Uh, we also have the studio by TPB online, which is my favorite place to go for all things well-rounded fitness. We have yoga, bar, Pilates, we have strength training, we have cardio classes to really ensure that your fitness journey is well-rounded. Uh, it's a membership service. So you log in, you sweat, you log out, you can take live classes. You have access to every single recording throughout the week. Uh, it's really, really cool. Um, but that is enough about my business. Let's talk about you. Happy almost 2020, 2021. Sorry, you guys, 2020 is almost over. Most of you are probably listening to this in the new year. Um, happy new year, you guys. I'm so, so excited to share with you some things that I learned in 2019 and 2020 to make my 2020 the best year of my life. Uh, chances are, if you are listening to this, you know a little bit about me. Um, you know that I opened up a studio this year. You know that I met the love of my life this year. You know that we got engaged shortly after got pregnant. We got married. We I moved an hour away um, into a beautiful house that we have started to customize to make our family home. Um, so 2021 is going to be a big year for us. Uh, we're going to be parents. I'm exploring new avenues in my business uh, to adjust to new mommy life. Um, and it's going to be really exciting. But for those of you who have been with me for a while, know that my 2019 was a fucking shit show. And I had to do a lot of work in 2019 that made my 2020 look effortless and almost feel like, wow, everything is aligning. But when I'm doing my reflection, uh, I realize that I put in a lot more work than I even realized to get to the place where I am in my life. And I kind of want to share that with you guys. So today we are swan diving into reflection and results. So let's talk about reflection because I think it's such an underutilized tool in goal setting. I love a big goal. I love a goal that makes my butthole putter. I love a goal that keeps me up at night sweating. How on earth am I going to achieve this monumental thing? Right? Those are my favorite goals. But what I learned in 2019 is you have to be really honest about where you are currently. What education do you have? Um, what resources do you have? What time do you have? Where can you allocate time better? Um, what finances do you have, right? Reflection is super powerful. You need to know where you're consistently winning and where you're consistently losing. Both are equally as important, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. What does my energy feel like towards different categories in my life? What's the priority in my life, right? What's effortless for me and where do I need to shift energy? Where do I need to outsource? This is something that I'm definitely leaning into in 2021 because there's no way that I can be a incredible mom and wife and business owner and fitness instructor and do it all effortlessly. There's no way that one person can be perfect in all of those places at the same time. So where do I need to outsource? In order to get to where I want to go, 
I need to know where I currently am. This is where reflection is important. This is where honest reflection is important, right? Don't give yourself more credit than you deserve, but also don't give yourself less credit than you deserve, which is also really, really important, you guys. Let's take the example of planning for a road trip. I live in Pennsylvania. Say I want to take a road trip to California. That's my big, hairy, audacious, butt puttery goal, driving cross country. And I have a third of a tank of gas when I'm leaving. And I'm so focused on milestones closer to my destination, closer to my goal, that I'm only Googling for gas stations in Nevada. There's no way that I'm going to get out of Pennsylvania without running out of gas, right? Where my tank is empty, my energy is low, I'm feeling defeated. I didn't set myself up for success because I had no idea where my starting point really was, right? So I didn't set myself up for success. Same thing when it comes to a big fitness goal, you guys. Um, If you don't know how to properly do a deadlift, just throwing weight on the bar isn't going to get you to do a 225 deadlift, right? Knowing that you have to brace your core, maybe you're not even working on your core at all. Maybe you don't even realize how so important your core is in a deadlift. If you don't know that, and you're not working on your core, you're going to throw your back out before you can even get up to the weight that you want to, right? You're not setting yourself up for success. If you want to start a business and you have $5,000 in your savings account and you're looking at retail spaces that are 18,000 square feet, there's no way you can afford that, right? So if you are looking too far ahead, the goal seems too audacious. um, You're not setting yourself up for success because you're not realizing your starting point. Super duper important. That's why I love reflection so much. Some areas in your life, your goals might be a few short miles away and you might realize that when you do some reflection, right? But other goals are going to be 1,500 miles away and you have an empty tank of gas. Reflection, reflection, reflection. And I need you to understand that you need to both know your losses and your wins, right? Your wins are just important to study as your losses. I don't know about you guys. I did, I think, eight new certifications during quarantine. Um, I was like, okay, I'm stuck at home. A lot of these certifications uh, used to be thousands of dollars, but now they don't have to pay the master instructor to fly across the country and they don't have to give them per diem or pay for a hotel and all of those things. So the cost, and they could have much bigger classes because of Zoom, right? So the cost of certifications went down tremendously. So look into certifications if you, I like literally got a $2,000 certification for 90 bucks, like not even kidding. Um, You need to reflect on both your wins and losses, okay? I'm gonna take it to football for a second. My brothers played football their whole lives and Friday nights were always games and Saturday mornings were always film, regardless of what the scoreboard said. If they were an undefeated team, it doesn't matter. They still needed to go watch film, right? Because they had to realize was that win because of the new play that we tried? Is the new tactic at practice working? Um, is that win a win because the other team just wasn't prepared? Uh, was that win us taking an opportunity and running with it, right? What was that win and why was it a win? You need to study that. When I was doing all of these online certifications, 
I noticed in the first like two or three, when I was getting this like certificate, I would pass the exam and I would click through all of the answers that I got right and only look at the ones that I got wrong. That's not a good tactic because what if I got one of the ones correct because of a guess and I didn't actually know that information? And then what if I reiterate that information incorrectly back to a client? Not great on my part, right? So just because you get that pass, just because you get that win doesn't mean that you shouldn't reflect on it. If anything, you want to study your wins more so that they become repeatable, right? If you can't repeat the win, then the results aren't real, right? So you have to study your wins just as deeply as you study your losses. Super duper important there, right? An undefeated team still has room for improvement. You don't win because of perfect execution on a play or a plan or a goal, right? You can only win when you actively assess and overcome, right? Things are going to come up in your life, right? Your business could be doing better than it's ever been. And then you find out that you're pregnant and you're in the fitness industry and oh shit, at some point I'm not going to be able to do 17,000 fucking burpees in a row. That was a monkey wrench, right? Um, How quickly can you recover, react, recover and react to a setback, to a bump in the road, right? To opening up a fitness studio and COVID hitting 12 days later. How quickly do you react? How quickly do you overcome? How quickly can you pivot? Super duper important. We all learned that in 2020, right? React and recover. Both of those things are actions. So first you have to do this reflection. Then you have to take action, right? Action is the only way that goals get accomplished. Action is the only way that you make progress. Action is the only way that you learn from mistakes. Super duper important, right? Knowing where you stand, knowing what supplies you have versus what you need is super duper important to be able to map it out. Make a list. Reflection though is only useful if it's followed by action, right? What action are you taking? And this goes down to results. Once you reflect, you write out those goals, you start to take action and now you're seeing a result. So we did our reflection. We wrote out our goals. We had some action steps and now we're seeing early signs of results, right? Cause and effect. And what do we do with them, right? We give them space. I want you to think of that road trip analogy one more time. There's hundreds, there's thousands of different ways I can get from Pennsylvania to California right? Maybe I want to dip down to Georgia first. Maybe I want to go across through Texas and hit the lower part of the country. Maybe I want the fastest possible route to that end result, which for me, that's the type of person that I am. My goal is always to find the fastest repeatable route to my goal. Repeatable being the key phrase here, right? Um, If you want to be successful, don't cut corners because it's not repeatable, right? Cheating the system isn't repeatable. One of my favorite quotes that Mike and I pass around back and forth is if something is handed to you, you can't recreate that, right? If somebody hands you a business, my favorite phrase in the entire English language is a small loan of a million dollars. If you guys paid attention to the news, you've heard that phrase once or a thousand times. Um, A small loan of a million dollars isn't repeatable. If mommy and daddy are writing you a check for X amount of dollars and you fall flat on your face, how on earth are you going to repeat that? 
fastest repeatable route, right? Start small in little tiny chunks of chipping away at your goals before taking on the Mac Daddy goal, right? This is getting gas before leaving. This is about printing out a map. This is about having a plan with action steps that build on each other. Think about a staircase, right? If I'm trying to climb up the stairs, I need to know what is going to take me to that first step. And then I need to gather more information, more resources to get me to that second step. But I still have all of those same resources from the first step. If I take an elevator to the top, I have no idea what foundation I needed at each step to get to that result. Fastest repeatable route, right? Let's take fitness, for example. A cleanse versus learning the basis and science behind nutrition. You can only have diarrhea so many times. Like at one point or another, your butthole is going to become raw, right? You can only do a cleanse for so long before you realize that, oh, the diet industry really loves when I fail because that makes me a repeat customer. So they give me diarrhea. They make me hungry. I'm working out. I see results. I post it on Facebook. I get that like jolt of serotonin from all of the positives. Then I stop taking the diarrhea tea or drinking two protein shakes a day and starving myself. And then I gain the weight back. Well, now it worked when I did it before. So now I'm a repeat customer. But now it's not going to work the same because my body's like, oh, shit, we hated this. Right. That's not repeatable. Now all of your all you're doing is spending money that you should be spending on fucking kale on diarrhea tea. No, thank you. Right. Fastest repeatable route is learning nutrition. That's the fastest route to your goal. If that's it, if making a ton of money is your goal, getting an inheritance doesn't teach you work ethic. It doesn't teach you to not snooze your 4 a.m. alarm. It doesn't teach you how to save money. Right. If you're just handed a check it doesn't teach you responsibility. It also doesn't teach you how hard it is to earn money, right? Um, fastest repeatable route. Inheritance isn't repeatable. Relationships. Shoving things under the rug versus communication. Shoving things under the rug may feel repeatable, but that's going to boil up, okay? If you communicate and you work through your issues, that's repeatable. Fastest repeatable route to a solution. Always, 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 right? Then we need to talk about when we are looking at results, when we want a result, right? We do the reflection. We write out our goal. When we're writing out that goal, your subconscious mind, which we talk about this a lot in the Mindset Mastery Program. I just finished recording everything for the week one lectures, which talks a lot about the subconscious mind. If you want to know more detail about this, shoot me a DM before Saturday the 2nd at noon when I shut down um, entry to the program. But we talk a lot about the subconscious mind and how that's where 95% of our brain energy is. 95% of our brain energy is in the subconscious. And I teach you guys how to activate it, to use it to your advantage. One of the things that we focus on is that it only works in literals. Like, I don't know if you guys ever read the Amelia Bedelia books, but she only took things literally. Um, that's how your subconscious brain works. So I write all of my goals in the present tense as if they're already real, because that's what my subconscious mind is trained to do, right? I turn my 
I want into I have. I have a happy marriage. I have a healthy body. I have six figures in savings to try and train my brain into perceiving the result as reality. That's something that we work on together, right? How to get results? Always action, right? And action is a byproduct of feelings and thoughts, right? You have a thought or a feeling of uncomfortableness, of I'm settling, of this isn't where I want to be, which goes down to either one of two places. We have a thought and then we have either action or we have excuses that pop up. I want 2021 to be the year that you leave excuses behind. When you get the feeling of, I don't want to do this, I want you to do it right away. When you have the sensation of, I want to hit the snooze button, I want you to jump out of bed. When you want to skip the gym, I want you to go immediately before you can change your mind. Feelings and thoughts either go to action or excuses. Call yourself out on them. Something that I like to do when I'm in a period of life where I'm making excuses because it happens to all of us, right? I will physically take a pen and paper. I'm a very visual person. I will take a pen and paper, write out the excuse that I just said to myself, and then I, Katie Dudley myself or Katie Barbieri myself, and tell me why that's an excuse. I tell myself, I coach myself through that excuse to lead to action, And maybe I don't take action every single day towards every single one of my goals. That wouldn't be setting myself up for success. But maybe I pick two of my goals that are a priority and map action steps for each of those into my day. Reflection, action, results. Always 100% of the time. You guys, I want you to take maybe even 45 minutes today. Not even. 30 minutes. Pick some categories of your life that you want to focus on this year. I'll share with you the ones that I picked for the next four months. I will do this again after I've had a baby for two or three months and I have some sleep underneath my belt. Um, But I picked seven categories that I really want to focus on before the baby comes here. Uh, Fitness, education, relationships, health, finances, career, and self. Notice how health and fitness were in two different categories because they are not the same thing. Health and fitness are not the same thing. You can have a really healthy body without having six-pack abs. Honestly, a lot of people with six-packs aren't really that healthy, if I'm being honest with you. Um, Anyway, divide your life up into categories. They don't have to be the categories that make sense in my life. Reflect on where you are. Use that Saturday morning after the Friday night lights. Review the tape. Figure out where you're winning, where you're losing. Write out your goals from there in the present tense. And then write out some action steps underneath to ensure that 2021 is the best year you have ever had. I hope that you guys got some takeaways from this. Reflection, action, results. You guys make good choices. Look both ways. Love you the dang most. Bye, guys.